Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tuesday morning, nice little neighborhood in Pasadena. Garbage day for these guys on this street. You know your day, right? Because you wheel out the bins the night before. Or you forget and then you're out there in your pajamas at 7 a.m. Because the truck's coming down the road for the trash and recycling. You ever think about who's driving that truck? How you get that job? What they actually do? What it's like? How many times have you said thank you? Because we all probably should. And, of course, the smell. Do they notice the smell? Does that get any better year after year? I've got questions. Hey, it's Mike. Welcome to our trash collection episode, Garbage Driver Appreciation Day. This one came about when a friend texted me a picture of this long tow truck looking thing, which is apparently how they deliver dumpsters. They had them all lined up because somebody broke the wheel off of theirs. <laughs> and it reminded me that I used to love Trash Day as a kid, right? It was fire trucks and trash trucks. That truck was coming down the road and I was out there waiting. Yeah, yeah, the kids are really fascinated by the trucks. Uh, in the windows waving, or they running. I have a couple kids that'll follow me for the whole block and their parents is walking behind them like, hey, come back, come back. Isn't that weird how we forget when we get older? But when you're young, the trash guy is like a neighborhood rock star. So let's meet him. Prentice Bass. He's been doing this 16 years and for 23 years, this guy. Kyle Johnson. Prentice does mixed waste. Kyle's your recycling guy. And the actual job title, not garbage man. Solid waste truck operator. And now that we know who we are, Give me a typical day. Yeah, I got my own uh, route. Uh, we usually start at 7 o'clock. I could be finished by 3. Each day is a different area, different route. They say it takes a few hours to fill up one of the trucks, so they're usually back and forth to the landfill or the recycling center a couple times a day. You know, the routes were designed for each operator to pick up approximately 900 cans a day. Yeah, let's say you live on the corner, you're like the first house. They get to you, then there's 899 to go. That's uh, Thanos Gautier. He's the boss, public works administrator, city of Pasadena. We have about 26,990 residential accounts. If you add it all up, these guys are pushing that arm out close to four and a half million times a year. Which is a huge number, right? He also mentioned my favorite part, the arm. The big mechanical claw that comes out. That has to be what it's called. Talk to me about the claw. Talk to me about pickups make me a driver we drive on the right side of the truck so that's the most difficult part learning how to navigate it by looking through the mirror because if you're looking out the window you can hurt your neck my first experience in it it was bad <laughs> you know i was nervous they kept telling me if you keep looking out the window instead of using that mirror your neck will get stiff. And one weekend, I had a crook in my neck the whole weekend. <laughs> I also feel like I knocked the bins over. Did that happen? I still knock them over now. Yeah. Like some of the residents, they put, them, they put them too close. And we got stickers and tags that tell them put them three feet apart, but they still put them too close. Two types of people in the world, those who just push them down the driveway. It'll be fine. And those who move them an inch to the left, an inch to the right. Is that car too close? You still have some you knock over. You got to get out and pick them up. Or, you know, some of the professionals, we know how to use the grippers, the claw as you call it, to pick it up without getting out. 
All right, couple things here. One, gripper, not claw. Noted. Should have Googled before talking to these guys. Second, that's pretty good. The maneuverability and gripper basics here, because yeah, it's cool. Either hydraulics or rails, usually a joystick for control. It's got manual or auto and a bunch of switches, because you can have it come out just a little bit wider than the can, so you can go right from one to another. Sometimes there's buttons on the floor. You can control it that way with your foot. New trucks, cameras, kind of like your car when you're getting into a parking space. Basically, garbage trucks are pretty close to Transformers. They're robots in disguise. You also might have noticed a second ago, he said without getting out. They don't ride along on the back, you know, holding on to the truck as it goes down the road. And they like it that way. I'm glad I wasn't here for those days. Oh, no, nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> My hat's off to them. Yeah, their hat is off too because it flies away in the wind. It usually depends on the type of garbage truck and the area, whether someone is hanging on to the back of the thing. They still do it in some spots where they don't use the grippers. Problem is, it takes a toll on guys because they're lifting those cans and every once in a while a new story pops up about how they don't really even make it into their 40s and 50s these workers without a bunch of injuries the wear and tear it's like a young man's game there are some garbage women it's just a very low percentage also this gig usually ranks in the top five of most dangerous jobs in the country so watch out for them because they're watching for you constantly scanning because people walk in front of the truck They'll stop in front of you. Typical driving. Uh, what are the other pet peeves? We covered cars too close to the bins. Then there's this one. The people that stay in the more secluded areas in the mountains that decide that they want to either move or get tree work. Contractors on trash day. And then their street's about the same size as the truck. Do people try to give you stuff when they're not supposed to give you that stuff? Oh, let's see. Transmissions, car doors, lamps, vacuums. It's like I tell them it's recycling. It's not just the stuff that you don't want. You've probably seen weirder stuff than I have. The umbrellas that's 10 feet tall. And they'd be like, well, the truck's big. It can't fit in there. Like, no. Nah. Just the other day, I had a guy try to give me the window. had to be at least 12 feet wide that they took out of house. Just Google what to do with the big items. There's usually some sort of city program or mattress drop-off. They'll thank you for it. And they'll also thank you for the occasional thank you. Some people really, you know are cool about what you do. They only get you as just, oh, it's just a trash man. You know, a lot of people out there really appreciate. And actually, the residents actually take pretty good care of us on hot days with drinks. Because again, how would things look without these guys? Uh, we'd be in a lot of trouble, to be honest with you. You know, during the pandemic, there's been a lot of at-home shopping and cardboard makes up about 60% of what we're picking up out there. I just want to bring Thanos back in here for a minute to talk about how much trash we actually generate. You ever think about that? Even from your house? Or let's scale it up. Let's do something big. And they've got something big every year in Pasadena. Yeah, you know, um, the Rose Bowl game, pretty steady. They, they generate anywhere from 44 to maybe 50 tons of, of, of trash. It takes us about, you know, seven days to really clean them out. The parade, that's a different story. You know, 10 years ago, we used to pick up about 75 tons from the parade. And uh, we used to pick up pool tables. We'd pick up jacuzzis. We'd, some of the craziest things on the route, they'd party the night before. So we created an ordinance. You can only bring a chair and, you know, things of this nature. And when you drive down Colorado Boulevard on January 2nd, you would never know that there were 700,000 people there throwing everything on the ground after a parade. It's just, it's quite amazing what these guys actually do every year. If you were one of the guys that left a hot tub on the side of the road, was this like an extra hot tub that you were trying to get rid of? Did you not think through the hot tub plan? How did you keep the hot tub going? 
or was it just a cold tub? Again, a podcast about questions. One more for this episode. We got to talk about the smell. Smells bad when it's hot. Like on a cold day, you really don't smell it. When we really smell it is when we get to the landfill. You get used to it, actually. You get immune to it. You kind of get used to it. Every now and then, you'll, you'll hit a can that I call a science project that you don't know what was in it. But the minute you dump it, that smell comes through the cab. and Man, he's trying to hold your guts. It's like you just wonder, what could they possibly put in there? I don't know. I don't want to know. See? Look, we found something I don't want to ask. Friendly reminder, if tonight's your night, put the trash out, because these guys say every week there's at least somebody with half their clothes on running down the street, waving their hands in the air, wait for me. Just wheel the bin to the other side. They'll get it on the way back, rather than, you know, putting on the show for the neighbors. That's our show for today. As always, rate, review, if you'd be so kind. Send me questions. I've got questions at odyssey.com, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Thank you to Cooper, our editor. Thank you to the city of Pasadena. This comes from KNX News 97.1 FM. Talk next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.